Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Well, coming up shortly, we're going to talk to Craig McMillan about the cricket. And we're going to chat to him right now. What's well, fair to say, the Black Caps have faced an English test cricket side that we've never seen before. And it's been a punishment in long periods, scoring at run rates you'd pair with ODI cricket. Baz's men have taken the third test away from the Black Caps. We've got one more day left, but they're currently flying. They've got Root and they've got Ollie Pope in there at the moment. And uh, it'll be hard work for the Black Caps to salvage this one, I must say. Staring down the barrel of a 3-0 sweep over in England. And we're going to have a chat to Craig McMillan. He's on the ground over in the UK. Macca, how are you, brother? Morning, Izzy. Thanks for joining us, mate. Look, uh, mate, any chance? Any chance we can salvage anything out of this or are we staring down the barrel of a three-zipper? <laughs> <laughs> There's always a chance. <laughs> There's always a chance, but going to take, take a minor miracle really isn't it for um, New Zealand to find a way to pick up eight wickets and, mm. and keep England under that total it's, uh, it was a disappointing day again New Zealand have had um, opportunities right throughout this test series um, unfortunately when they've had those opportunities they've let them slip through their hands and they just haven't been good enough at the end of the day to, to make the most of those opportunities which is why they find themselves 2-0 down and perhaps 3-0 down after another day tomorrow Mate, the two missed opportunities from Kay Williamson going upstairs. Um, obviously, the, the camera slows it down, and and it kind of looks like it was probably a desperate move. Like, a, 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 is it desperate times for the Black Caps at the moment? Mate, they were shockers. Mm. The first one, Joe Root was hit about a foot outside off stump, um, and then I heard Tom Plundell, who I think convinced Kay Williamson to actually go upstairs for that first one. And usually the keeper's got the best line, best sight. The bowlers always punch drunk, aren't they? Because they think everything's out. <laughs> yeah. So so they want to go upstairs. So there's no surprise there. But the second one, I heard Tom uh, Blundell say, well, it's closer than the first one, than the last oh. one we just went for. So let's have a look. <laughs> and, and it was, to be fair to him, he, wa- he was correct. It mm. was closer, but it was only six inches outside off. So... Two critical errors, really. New Zealand have only got the one review, but just sort of sum things up, really. They've just been off. They haven't been that far off, but they've been off enough for this England side to get on top of them, um, put them under pressure, and they just haven't been able to respond. Craig, do you think a lot of that's got to do with Mackett, um, with Baz getting inside their heads, just by by knowing how he prepares and what he brings to sides? Not so much, Kempi. I think it's more got to do with Baz getting inside the heads of the England players. Yeah. Because there's been a noticeable shift in how England are playing their cricket from um, 12 months ago. I was over here 12 months ago when New Zealand beat England 1-0 in the two-test match series. And to be fair, England didn't have a number of their top players playing in that series. The likes of um, Ben Stokes wasn't playing, a couple of others. So it wasn't their top side at the time. But still, um, they've certainly made a, a big mental shift in the way that they play test cricket. Um, it's that aggressive approach. It's playing with that freedom. That's what McCullum's done since he's come on as head coach. He's freed them up. And he's also made them believe that they can win a game from any position. Um, Twelve months ago, um, there's not a chance in the world that England would have possibly have won these three test matches. So there's been a big mental shift within mm. the, this England side. 
and Baz has um, obviously played a big part in that, along with Ben Stokes. And where, where do the black caps go, uh, Maka? Like, f- for us sitting over here, I feel like the top five probably being a bit underwhelming at the moment. They haven't really scored, but then you've got Daz Mitchell coming in and Tom Blundell, who had question marks at the start mm-hmm. of this, um, uh, this series. He's mate, put on an absolute clinic. But, mate, where, where do they go now, the black caps? Well, they've got some work to do mm. is because it was an underwhelming home summer where um, they lost to Bangladesh, um, drew yeah. the series 1-0, and then they drew 1-0 with South Africa as well. So they won two of the four test matches. They possibly could lose all three here. So the, the test record since becoming world test champions actually hasn't been that flash. So um, I think they need a little bit of a reset. Um, I think it's fair to say they got selection wrong in this test match. AJS Patel oh, yeah. should have been playing. Um, you look at the opposition, Jack Leach, who I think's a good spinner, but I think AJS Patel is just as good, if not a little bit better, has taken 10 wickets in this test match. And New Zealand don't have a frontline spinner. They went in without. Um, so you have to question the selection that they've made in this test match. They've just made errors right throughout. Um, Can you explain so why, they, Mecca? They, what, what the age is? Like he's played, he's played, bowled two overs since he's got a temper. And uh, yeah, I, yeah it's I pretty... can't. <laughs> I wish, I wish I could, um, because we turned up to on day one here at Headingley. The pitch looked brown. It looked dry. It looked like it was going to turn. It looked like um, if you won the toss, you would bat first, which New Zealand did. And then it, it would have allowed you to bring your spinner into play. So New Zealand effectively went into this test match with three frontline bowlers in Trent Bolt, Tim Southey, and Neil Wagner. And you've got Michael Bracewell and Daryl Mitchell, who are two part-timers. So it's just not a well-balanced attack. They went for the extra batting. Um, eight batters, to me, was, was crazy, was overload. It was almost because... We've been struggling with the bat. The top five haven't really performed as well as what they normally do, so we'll just stack our batting. And I think quite often, whenever you stack a side with more, you actually get less. So, um, yeah, I think there's a question mark over that. I think they've just been outplayed and outthought right throughout this test series. Hey, Craig, what about the media? Like, we were talking about that early on, about how Baz would come under the scrutiny of the media if things didn't go his way. But has it happened in New Zealand? with New Zealand going in as favourites and Baz, you know, turning the tables on them? Um, look, I, I think that, you know, New Zealand have performed pretty well, Kempe, when you look mm. at the last three or four years. They've been pretty consistent. We're very good at home, and you should be in your own conditions. Um, most sides are. I think there's question marks when we tour overseas in terms of um, how we play cricket because the style we play of Test cricket in New Zealand has to be different when we go overseas. And I'm not mm. quite sure we've quite understood that or worked it out yet. And I think we have to be a lot quicker with that. So, like I said, at the end of the series, there will be obviously a review, but there needs to be questions asked about um, the tactics of this New Zealand side, the selections and the performances. Because at the end of the day, barring Mitchell and Blundell, um, we just haven't scored enough runs. Um, the three key performers for New Zealand this series have been Obviously, Daryl Mitchell and Tom Blundell, who have done a great job of digging New Zealand out of holes, and Trent Bolt as well. He's the leading wicket-taker in the mm. series as well. He's been outstanding. But barring that, um, the New Zealand players have struggled. For Kane, where do you think Kane's at at the moment? Um, obviously, he's still probably struggling with the elbow. We we know that that's always been a troublesome injury for him. But but has he still got the, the kind of changing room feels? Do you feel like he's still the man to lead the, the Black Caps going forward? 
Yeah, I do. Mm. I think Kane's been underdone. He just hasn't played yeah. the volume of cricket that he needs. He's one of those guys that loves playing cricket, and and he hasn't played played T Twenty, played in the IPL, didn't have a great IPL, so he actually didn't have a lot of confidence or a lot of time in the middle. Um, and if you look at his record, he didn't play last summer for New Zealand because of the injury. So the injury has really impacted him. And I think he's still searching a little bit for his game because I know from working with him for a long period of time, when he's got the work, when he's done the training, when he's been able to hit the thousands of balls that he likes to do, when he's like that, he'll score runs for fun. Unfortunately, that hasn't been the case for him in recent times. So I thought yesterday, he got to 48, I thought oh, he's back here, he's actually looking pretty good. This might be exactly what New Zealand need. And then he made that waft outside off stump, which is just not a, it's not a mm. cane shot, but it just showed that he's a little he's a little bit underdone. But come our home summer, he'll be fine, you know, once he gets a bit more cricket under his belt. Hey, Macca, just to, just going to tack left here. Baz, do you think he'd have a word in his ear, mate, see if he wants to come home and coach the Warriors? <laughs> that magic touch, you reckon? <laughs> we can, that, that might we be can a bridge too that. far for him, Kempe. He can do many things, but that might be a bridge too far, mate. <laughs> when are you back, Macca? The Wednesday golf cruise, missing you? Yeah, I'm not back for a while because I'm moving on to Ireland after this is to oh. um, follow the Black Caps. I've got a one-day and T20 yep. trip to Ireland, so I'm going to follow them there. Then I might head to Scotland and then maybe on to the West Indies. Oh, so mate. I might <laughs> so it might be um away for a wee while. You mate. got the sticks so, with yeah. you though, eh? I haven't, no. I've only had one oh. round since I've been over here, mate. They've been working me hard. So um hoping over the next week to maybe get a second round in, but it, it hasn't been um top of the priority list, unfortunately. Been hearing some rumours actually. Been... You've been swinging it pretty well, eh? Yeah, I, I'm disappointed because I'm missing your money in my wallet. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's one thing that I've definitely been missing. But um, Boy, yeah, I don't, no, I don't miss good. your sprays. Post it after I, I missed that pup to, to go even up against the lads. I don't miss that at all, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did. You laughed. We had a good time, didn't we? Yeah, we did, mate. Hey, we're going to let you go, Craig. Uh, we really appreciate you coming on the show, doing a great job over there in the UK. And uh, maybe just... Get him bears his ear and tell him to calm down, please. <laughs> <laughs> Go easy on the boys tomorrow. Two one sounds better than three nil. It, it does. Hell of a lot better, mate. Thank you so much. Cheers, boys. There he is, Craig McMillan out of the UK. Just well, pretty honest, honest summation of where the Black Caps are at. You know, Kane. He still thinks Kane Williams is the man for the draw, and I still feel that too. He's just under underdone, mate. Like he's had no cricket. I feel like that elbow. Ever since he's had that little niggle. Hasn't been able to come back from that and just probably lacking a bit of confidence. Yeah, I wonder if that, you know, so I'm just thinking about that answer that he gave and uh, how much of the decision and around playing Kane was trying to play him back into form. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you, you do that at that high higher level is that you do get players that come into that high-performing team that aren't in form and they do go and step up. And in Kane's instance here, it doesn't look like uh, that's been the case. So... I don't know whether whether or not he needs a break. You know, mm. give someone else the captaincy or take the pressure off him. Just let him concentrate on getting back into some rhythm. Um, yeah, it's a it's going to be interesting to see what the review what it comes out of the review uh, once they. It looks like they're going to they're going to uh, miss this one as well. So, be interesting. Does this Louis, Louis? Does this show that how important Ross Taylor was? Is this is this the gap that he's leaving, or is it is it 
Not, not, not. Are we just clutching it for near there with with his absence? If you I think, if you look at the run output, no, it's not mm. because he wasn't in his last year. He wasn't scoring. He wasn't actually propping the Black Caps middle order up. Decision making. Um, just a calm head. Calm I mean, head the, the guys that look, the Black Caps have been so stable for so long. They've got guys like Tim Southey, and they got Luke Ronke traveling with the team. You know, like, like as a betting coach, Gary Stead. They are a very stable unit. Kimby, you're saying Kane probably needs a break. Well, he's going to have a break because they're going to move on for this white ball tour where they're going to play the Netherlands and Ireland and Mac is going to follow them some life for Macca. Gee, <laughs> missing out on winter back here. But yeah, Kane, Tim Southey, I think Trent Bolt and Devin Conway are going to come home and they're going to get their rest. So one thing that is nice. you've spoken about a lot is how good New Zealand cricketers are around their workloads yep. and treating players as humans rather than just vessels for runs and wickets. Um, and that is something that they're going to do. So he'll get some time off. He's just had another kid, his second yep. kid. He got to spend a week a week or two, or maybe not even that, with his um, mm. wife and his newborn back here. Then he had to shoot off his elbow. I think the interesting one for me is Gary Stead. Mm. Yeah. Because, as Mac has said, they've not picked the right bowling team once, bowling unit once, mm. this, in three games, three tests. The balance has been off in every one. So clearly there's a an unalignment between what Kane thinks is right and what Gavin Larson and Gary Stead think is right from a selection point of view. And it'll be interesting, I think he's four and a bit years into the role now. They've had a lot of success. He's got a lot of capital. I'm not saying I'm not calling for Gary Stead's head, but I'm just wondering where they're at, where the Black Caps are at, and when you need a fresh voice. And I think that's probably more more of an interesting conversation than the Kane Williams one. For do, me. do you think... Like, which is you, you raise a really valid point, Louis. Like, do you think that the New Zealand Cricket um, Association had Baz McCullum down on the list of coaches? Couldn't afford him, is he? <laughs> but, but is that what it is? Is, oh, it, is think, that what it is? Is, is think, it about money? Oh, look, I don't think I think it's not all about money. Um, I, I think there'd be probably someone else that was before Baz and another guy down in Christchurch, uh, a guy by Stephen Fleming. I think he would have been on the radar. He spent a bit of time with them mm. over the summer, yeah, went into true. the camp, going to the World Cup, going to the World Cup. So like, if like they'll have him on the radar, especially with what he's been able to do over there and, and what he did for uh, the New Zealand cricket team when he was captaining. So I think he'll then be how come the English didn't have Stephen Fleming on their radar? Yeah, interesting, really interesting point, and they probably did. Mm. I would say I think there would have been they went they probably been looked up between those two, they right? looked they would have looked really far. What we've got with the Black Caps is actually kind of like a conversation around the All Blacks, where the Black Caps have been so stable for a decade now, and they have their process of appointing their coach. And the way that you've got to remember where England have come from, they were a rabble, so they could take a swing and take and pick Bears. Not saying Bears wouldn't do a great job with the Black Caps, but you look at what they did after Hessen moving on to Gary Stead, they've probably got that um, appointment regime that they want to keep going. You know, because if it's yep. not broken, you wouldn't... You know, Does that make sense? It does, it? 100%. It, it, it does. But for me, it just always raises a question when you see guys and, and, and where they sit on the table and wh- who's positioning them where, especially when... like. Oh, seriously, you got to take your head off the bears. Mm. Oh, like he cool. was on a he was on a no winner, wasn't he? Mm. Like he fails, he cops it, he wins. He's the he's the he's the best ever. So you've got to think of it from New Zealand's point of view, though. When you're when you're talking about coaches, like where were the, where they must have a list and say, well, Stephen Fleming, yeah. Baz McCullum, blah blah blah. Like where was he, mm. and is he the future for New Zealand cricket? Oh, be an interesting question, and I know he'd love to come back. Love to come back and, and coach them and be a part of that, that setup. But I think he's got to go get experience. 
And I've already seen a message that said, mate, calm down. Calm down, mate. <laughs> I might have put a few explicits in there as well. Just this calm really yeah. down. Yeah. You know? Grab a hole of the reins. <laughs> uh, remember he, we actually asked him outright, would you coach? Would you do? We asked him, would you coach the Black Caps? Because he said that they, he thinks the Black Caps would get mm. to a point where they'll split the Red Bull and the White Bull like other teams have done, and the English have done it. Uh, he Ironically, he's gone to coach the Red Bull. Remember we asked him, would you coach the White Bull of the Black Caps? He said, yeah, something I want to do in my life. So, I, look, I don't think the door's shut, but it's um, a great question around that, Kempi. Mm. 22 minutes past seven. Paul Cole locked 11 each. We'll get him on, man. Baz, <laughs> be good get. Yeah. <laughs> 11 each Come in on, the Colby. first set in the final of the PSA World Tour. Asal, they've been fighting tooth and nail, climbing over each other. Colsey's been on the ground about 18 times already. I Keep... saw that hustle, eh? Oh, he, oh, he, got, he got that point. Mate, on Thursday, he's going to be... It. What's happening here? You better get on the ground. Oh, 800 if you want to talk black caps. Referees, mate. And cricket. After this, we're going to go back to our ABs 23, our selection. And we're going to keep going through the reserves. We'll let you know where our team's at. Here we are with Kemp's Warehouse. Great savings every day. Is in Kempi for breakfast. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.